Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. There is a lot going on. It'll be Tony Gonzalez on the program. He's a U.S. representative, District 23. He's got the largest portion of the border in his district, 42 um, 42% of the of the actual border, the southern border, is in his district. We talk about Mayorkas and what he had to say today and how ridiculous he sounded today, to be honest with you. We talk about that. I've got some more sound bites from Joe Biden. If you missed it, I'll play again Joe Biden's take on the Second Amendment, which is wrong. And then we've also got his take on an AR-15 bullet and what it does once it hits your body, which is also wrong. The only real, The only real... Unless you can press a button and every gun, including government guns, disappear, which will never happen. But the only real solution is to fortify these schools. Is Congress a prison? They've got thousands of Capitol Police there. Is the White House a prison? They've got tons of Secret Service and Capitol Police there. So why exactly is it that we're acting like schools would be prisons if we had people who were there, good guys there to stop bad guys? Kind of simple, right? And instead of 87,000 new IRS agents, why not? It's crazy. Why not? send 87,000 law enforcement officers who are well-trained to go protect our kids at school. I have to pay for school, but I have no guarantee my kid will be safe. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to give you what Joe, what Joe Biden had to say again. Full phone lines right now. If you can't get through, no problem. Go to JoePags.com and click on um, click on contact. That'll send an email to the team. We'll get, you on, uh, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on the air if they make sense as well. Let me give you what Joe Biden had to say again. Said, again, he either doesn't know or he's just reading what somebody gave him. You know, we need to act. These are weapons of war. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I have two shotguns. My sons have shotguns. You know, but our states, you know, everybody thinks somehow the Second Amendment is absolute. You're not allowed to go out and own an automatic weapon. You're not allowed to own a machine gun. You're not allowed to own a flamethrower. You're not allowed to own so many other things. Why in God's name do we allow these weapons of war on our streets and at our schools? Why do we allow the same exact weapons to be in the hands of people protecting your ass? Oh, that's right. Because you're more important than our kids. That's why. You own a shotgun. What you own doesn't matter. You're being protected by good guys with guns, and I support that. You should be protected by good guys with guns, but you're not more important than my five kids. You're not. Not to me. So he's not a Second Amendment guy. Plus, you can own a flamethrower. There's no federal law against that. And you can. It takes a lot of hoops. You can own an, uh, an automatic weapon. Scalia made it clear in the Supreme Court before he died. He made it clear that if you can carry it, you can have it. Period. Keep and bear. He took that to mean, like, not necessarily a tank or or an F-15, because you can't carry it. That's keep and bear. Again, you can have it, and you can hold it. Pretty much what keep and bear means. And shall not be infringed is pretty clear to me. It is. A lot of people say, you know, but, uh, you know, they had muskets back then when they wrote that. Right. That's all the government had, too. Show me the muskets. Show me where it says muskets in the First Amendment or Second Amendment. You can't because it doesn't happen. And then he said this, which is really disconnected. You know, I know you see on television, it's not just merely the, the weapon in terms of it's, that it's semi-automatic in effect. But the velocity with which it comes out of that muzzle, what it does when it hits the body, most bullets would go just straight through and out, leaving little, but it blows up once it's inside your body. That's not true. It doesn't blow up once it's inside your body. And why would he say semi-automatic in effect? What the hell does that mean? 
Semi-automatic means you pull one time, one bullet comes out. You pull again, another bullet comes out. Pull again, another bullet comes out, and it's magazine loaded automatically. Like you don't have to load every single bullet. The next bullet pops into the chamber when you shoot when you shoot the one before it. You can't hold your finger down and shoot all the bullets out. That would be automatic. And semi-automatic in effect doesn't make any sense. Either he doesn't get it or he doesn't want to get it. By the way, a revolver is also semi-automatic, but it has a much less capacity. It's not, don't misunderstand me, don't start writing me a bunch of emails. Very simply, if you've got a six-shooter that's a revolver, you can keep on pulling the trigger until you shoot all six one at a time, but you've got only six bullets and you've got to reload uh, the bullets. On a semi-automatic handgun, I've got several of them, the magazine, you, you empty the magazine, you put another magazine in, and then you start, you, you load one up into the chamber, and then again, every time you pull, one bullet comes out. It is not automatic, it's not semi-automatic in effect, it just is what it is. And Biden should know that because he's surrounded by 20 guys and gals that have them on them. Semi-automatic weapons. Let me go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. The time. Christopher, what's on your mind? Automatic Hi. weapons. Hold on a second. Not yet, Christopher. And now, what's on your mind? Hi. Well, he, the, the, the parallel between the Second Amendment and the First Amendment is they are both absolute. And it amazes me that people that are so adamant about the First Amendment being absolute, a.k.a. liberals, you can read this book, you have to read this book. You can't ban this book. Aren't as aren't as understanding when it comes to the Second Amendment. They are both absolute. And as a libertarian, as a Republican, as somebody that voted for Donald Trump, um, they are both they are both absolutely. Um, uh, you can't. The founding fathers made sure of this. That we had the separation, and you could not infringe upon these rights, that they are God-given. And they were both the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. Gotcha, Christopher. I I hear you. Very well said. Uh, They're not absolute in in, in effect that you can say court cases have found yelling fire in a crowded theater would be against the First Amendment because it means imminent danger for those who are there. So it could be inciting. It could could be, you know, the, the First Amendment can certainly be restricted. If you walk into a courtroom, you can't just start singing a song out loud. There's decorum and they can make specific rules where you can't do that here. But to protest peaceably to have a press that has the right to report as it wishes, to express yourself and worship as you see fit, all of those are allowed. But you can't worship if your religion says cut people's heads off. So, I mean, there are there are finite points to those rights that are protected by the First Amendment. But when they talk about restricting the Second Amendment, you're right, they go way overboard in the Second, and they don't do it at all in the First. In fact, it's okay to burn down Minneapolis because George Floyd, First Amendment says so. Well, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. So I hear what you're saying, and you're right, they're giving way more credence to one and not as much to the second one, because the first one will cause discourse, and the second one will, uh, if they can restrict that, will give them more power and control over us. So I hear what you're saying. It's often been reminded to, or I've often been reminded over my years, that there's a reason why the Second Amendment comes right after the first. And I think that was purposeful. Okay, here are our rights given by God. You can't take them away. And by the way, we're going to keep and bare arms if you try. And here's a hint. No matter what Joe Biden or anybody else says, the Second Amendment isn't about owning a shotgun. It isn't about shooting deer. I mean, of course, it's part of that. 
No, it's about keeping a tyrannical government from ever happening again in this country. Read the Declaration of Independence. Don't stop after the first sentence. Read the whole thing. If they ever try to be tyrannical again, we'll take them out. Go and read it. I'm not making that up. We'll replace the next one if they try to do this. Well, that's exactly what they're trying to do right now. I'm not suggesting go and replace them, but I am telling you that they are trying to pretend that the Second Amendment means something different. And it doesn't. It has nothing to do with target practice. has nothing to do with shooting deer. It has to do with making government realize if you try it, here we are. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me go back at it and say hello and welcome to uh, Line 3. Chris is in New York. Hi, Chris. Hey, Joe. Good to hear you. Love Thanks, the man. show. Thanks. Um, so basically, I got six words. Uh, psychiatric medication, suicidal, and homicidal thoughts. Yes. There's no, there's, if you, this country is inundated with psychiatric medications on the TV through the commercials and you can hear the side effects. And the biggest thing there is, is suicidal and homicidal thoughts. So enough of the gun control and let's get on the psychiatric medication train and get rid Chris, I hear you and I appreciate that. I, I was quick on the, on the trigger there. Sorry. Um, you're right. We stopped putting people in insane asylums. We started acting as if insane asylums were not necessary. We started acting like we were oppressing or repressing people's rights by putting them in asylums. So now we've got them on the street. And now we've got them. I mean, the only, Carrie, the only thing we really got out of that story was that her family said she was being monitored by, by doctors because of some issues she was having. And they didn't think that she should have had the guns, yet she had the guns. Paula, turn around, please. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, that is right. And they actually thought she had one gun and got rid of that one gun when, in fact, she had multiple hidden in that house. Yeah, and, and here's somebody who leaves the house where the family knows she's got issues. She's not in, in some sort of a psychiatric facility where she should be. Look, we, for some reason, emptied out the, the insane asylums, and we should not have. There are some people that should, should not be amongst us. What about their First Amendment rights? Now, if they're a harm to themselves or the community, then you should be able to take them somewhere and have them behind lock and key getting the proper medical and mental services they need. Now, the argument on the other side is, yeah, but what if somebody says, well, Pax, I heard what you said on the radio. You're mental, and we should take you to one of these asylums. Nope. We have to have a panel of people from all sides, from all, uh, all ends of the spectrum who make a good decision about whether somebody is in fact, you've got people who are homeless in California walking into furniture stores, killing people when they should be in a facility because we knew that there was something wrong with them. We had a guy who did this in Sutherland Springs who went and got a gun. He should not have been allowed to. There was an air force error that should have said, you're not allowed to go and buy a gun. He went and bought one. He should not have been allowed to. There are cracks in this system that the left always wants to exploit that we can fix and make us a much safer society and make our kids safer at school. It's kind of simple. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. If you want to see my PAGS parody from yesterday, Cackle in the Rain, go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and click on Watch. That'll take you to Rumble. You might have to do a drop-down menu if you're on mobile, and you can see that inter- that that uh, that... Uh, the parody did very well. People seemed to like it yesterday. Carrie even liked it, but she suggested it. And we've got a lot of people who've checked it out already today. I put that up earlier today. Go and check it out, JoePags.com. Click on Watch, and we're back after this. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show. 
Back. Glad to have you. It's the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. We'll have uh, Tony Gonzalez on, U.S. Representative, great state of Texas, District 23. He's got the largest district on the southern border. You're going to want to stick around for that. Um, a great interview there. Also, Steve Forbes, who's the chairman and the and the and um, also the editor-in-chief for Forbes Magazine and Forbes Media. We actually, Carrie, I mention this all the time, but 23 years ago, Steve Forbes came to my TV station at WLAJ in Lansing uh, in, in Michigan. He was running for president. He was pushing a flat tax of 17%. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a great idea. The guy could not have been nicer. Um, and, and here's a guy who's worth tons of money. His father, Malcolm Forbes, was the was was loaded. He started Forbes magazine. And he's just a really smart guy when it comes to money. He's got a new book out. But uh, he, he's never forgotten. Even though I had a different name that I used, uh, Joe Parker, in Lansing, still Michigan. He still remembers you, huh? He still remembers. And it was just oh, a great nice. time. He was sitting in He was sitting in the newsplex. That's how stupid we were. The newsplex. We call it the news. What is The ABC that? 53 newsplex. <laughs> okay. I can say it now that it's 23 years later. Should I go ahead and out myself here? Please. You came up with that? So we played something called uh, newsplex, newsplex Baseball. Uh-huh. And, um... Basically, between newscasts, I mean, I would go and work out and whatever when I'd come back. Uh, we were young, so a few of us would, would uh, take out whatever we could make a bat out of and roll up paper wads and, and pitch them and then try to run to first base and whatever. Well, a photographer and I dove for the ball, and we broke the newsplex into pieces. Oh, shame. Shattered the table. On you. You broke yeah, we were not small people. And mm. we, we, so the, from then on, it was just the guy sitting in the chair with a camera in front of him. There was no more fancy desk. <laughs> and we were like, we don't know what happened. We have no, no idea. We have no idea why there's no more newsplex. <laughs> so, yes, that actually happened. And, uh, mm. and now I can alleviate myself of the guilt this many years later. So, yeah, it was great to have him then. 17% flat tax made a lot of sense then. I asked him, the first question I asked him today is listen, what would have happened had you won in, in the year 2000? His answer is actually very cool, so make sure you stick around for Steve Forbes coming up a little bit later on uh, on the program. We've got a lot of people who want to be heard on, on Joe Biden and his completely mind-numbing comments about the shooting said something to the effect of an AR-15 bullet hits your body then explodes, which doesn't happen. He also talked about you can't own a flamethrower. You can. You can't own a, an automatic machine gun. You, you actually can. You have to jump through a lot of hoops. But he, he doesn't think that the Second Amendment is absolute. And that's it. We've got to take these assault weapons off, off the market. Citizens can't have them. What he forgot to mention was he's got a bunch of, of loaded detail that follows him around everywhere. And they do have AR-15s. And they even have automatic machine guns. It's okay for him to keep him safe. And to keep Hunter safe when he's on Air Force One with him. But our kids, eh, let's take the guns away from their parents. Doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about the Eden, uh, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It's an air purifier. It's smaller than the other air purifiers you've seen. It plugs right into the wall. doesn't take up any landscape in your house. And it does an amazing job destroying viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. They've sold over 300,000 of these. You know that it works, and it works very well. Any smell, any odor is going to vanish after a few seconds having the thunderstorm on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules, which seek out and destroy odors, these molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And no filters to buy, no filters to change. You save a bunch of money every month on that, uh, on that just by itself. 
filters can be expensive. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack right now for the entire home. You get three units for under $200. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Shipping is also free. Let me go back to the phone lines. A lot of people want to be heard on this topic. It's going to be Eddie in Texas. Eddie, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you? Living the dream, man. What's happening? Listen, so let me just give you a quick background on myself. I'm an infantry marine veteran. Served 2000 through 2008. I was a... Your phone's breaking up a little... I want to stop you. Your phone's breaking up a little bit, and I don't want to lose you. Uh, Thank you for your service. sounds like you you said you were a marine veteran. Go ahead. I'm a Marine veteran, and served from 2000 to 2008. It's unfortunate. I just can't do it. Sam, get on with Eddie and let him know that we, we apologize. I know that he's very good. He's got a very good uh, take on this topic, but the phone just isn't good enough right now. Steve, Texas, hi. Uh, hey, Joe Pags. Hey. Uh, look, Chris hit it right on the nail, uh, and my I tip my hat to him because he's right. Back in the 80, uh, 1980s, plus or minus two or three years, we had the mentally, people with mental problems in state hospitals. Yeah. And we didn't have these problems with school shootings. I say, get these guys back in these hospitals, get them on meds, and hey, guess what? We solved maybe 80% of the uh, uh, homeless population. Back to you. Okay, thanks, Steve. Steve was, <laughs> Carrie, Steve was out in the field reporting. That's what it's, that's what it's back to you, Pagsy. Like. Okay, back to you in the back to you in the newsplex. <laughs> so, right. um, uh, no, he's absolutely right. Uh, Carrie, do me a favor during the break at the top. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, but if I remember correctly, Columbine in Littleton, Colorado, where a couple of disgusting kids killed 13 innocent people, I believe that happened while there was the the, the previous assault weapons ban. Okay. So, talking about banning assault weapons, which nobody has assault weapons, but banning whatever they say they want to ban doesn't stop this from happening. It's a mental health issue. It's about keeping our kids safe. Keep it here. Coming back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.